KTRS. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's Ben Fredrickson, and he's uh, a contributor here at the Big 550 KTRS and uh, sports writer to the uh, stars at uh, stltoday.com. Good morning, Ben Fred. Hey, good morning, McGraw. How are you? Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday to you. Now they're running out of pants with this baseball thing. <laughs> well, they need to. I think I'd rather be a player who didn't have the new pants on the new MLB uniforms than one of these poor guys who has gone out to stretch for spring training in the new pants and all of a sudden photos of them are being shared around the internet uh, that are borderline. Um, I don't know what I can say on the radio without getting in trouble, but they're, uh, they're, they're, they're more of a player th- than you wanted to see McGraw. You and, have uh, to cover the eyes of the children when they're stretching. <laughs> and I'm not I, joking. I, 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 I'm serious. There was a photo day. I think it was uh, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the, the giants players who, Everyone's like, oh, this guy's got a mustache for a photo day. And I'm like, no one's looking at the mustache. Um, <laughs> they're looking at, at something else. Um, usually there's a misconception in 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 baseball fans that people think that every player wears a protective cup. Some of them just don't. Um, uh, they might start now because of they just want to cover up uh, cover up some things from 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 the high definition cameras a little bit better, or perhaps maybe they don't. Uh, maybe it depends on the uh, depends on the player. This has got to get fixed. Look, we can make fun of the uniforms and the lettering on the back. It's too small. It's harder to read. It looks cheap. It looks tacky. I don't think players are going to be okay with see through pants. Um, especially when it starts raining. Baseball games are played in rain. It's going to be like the uh, pants equivalent of a wet T-shirt contest going on out there. <laughs> well, how about the thinness of the fabric? Yes. So yes. every time well, they what's... slide or dive, it's going to rip. So, yeah. yeah. They can see their slide. Like these guys, you know, they don't wear the old uh, – most of them don't wear the old – this is like way more uh, discussion of professional athletes' undergarments than anybody wants ever but we're going there most of these guys don't wear like the traditional jock strap setup anymore they got like sliding shorts compression shorts right um but they you can see them through the pants i mean literally it's uh it's distracting it doesn't look good it looks cheap it looks tacky um they're gonna have to fix this nike is in charge of this but they are processing these uniforms through a company called Fanatics, which people have strong opinions about, but really it's it's the league. I mean, the league has to say, okay, this will work or this doesn't work. One of the Cleveland uh, photos that came out had players talking to each other, and people noticed that the armbands on the uniform tops were different for each player. Like some of them had like a border, others didn't. Um, it just kind of looks like the projects that were being thrown together in my eighth grade yes. class where we were trying to like sew together pillows and mine had stuffing falling out of it. I mean, this is, this is supposed to be a major league operation and it's, it's becoming, it was a big story. The last time we talked about it, it's becoming a bigger one now because all these photos are coming out and players are upset. They're complaining to the players union. They're, they're complaining to Nike. They, I think they're going to have to do some sort of a, a rerun on these uniforms. Players are upset. The fans are the more upset than anybody. I don't want to see my heroes 
in you know something my 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 Emerson wears. I mean, come on, man. She's she's wearing a more official Cardinal jersey from hats and stuff than right. than than Jordan Walker's wearing. Absolutely, yeah. The Cardinals players who are upset, Miles Michaelis should call Andy at hats and stuff, and he could probably get one of last year's uniforms that that looks better. Um, look, only baseball man could could do this. I, uh, I I hate to beat up on baseball. I feel like it's a crutch sometimes, but you just don't see this happening in in other leagues. You wouldn't see the NBA roll out see through uniforms and and then pretend like it's okay. You if if they did that, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA would get it fixed. Rob Manfred, meanwhile, says, oh, I think the players will like them more the, the more they play in them. Okay, if they start getting OnlyFans uh, sponsorships because everyone sees what they're working with at the <laughs> Like, come on, like, fix the problem and, and stop acting like it's not a problem. It is one. Well, it harbingers back to that old saying, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. No doubt, or show the or show it to your world. This is the best news for undergarments and baseball companies since since they were invented. I mean, they're they're going to have logos and and sponsors and brands all over the place. You used to have to pay good money to have that kind of product placement. But, now, speaking uh, but of not anymore. Speaking of patches, have you seen the Kansas City Royals uniform with the Quick Trip patch on the side? Yeah, brutal, um, and it's bright red on a white uniform with blue lettering um it makes you thankful that the cardinals have a tasteful um one in in their partnership with stiefel which i know people had strong opinions about but comparing that to what what the royals are doing is uh is is much better um it looks like a big stop sign on their sleeve of their uniform it's about as bad i think the braves have i think it's quick that company what has the, yeah. the concrete that comes in a powder in a bag and you just pour the water in and it can make a, you know something to put your mailbox anchor in or whatever. And theirs is like bright yellow on their uniform, but at least they have a touch of yellow in their in their in their team colors. The Bros have no red that I'm aware of, um, and it's right there, a big bright red bullseye. That that's a rough look. Yeah, that one's not good. And then while we have you, do you see the story about? Uh... Desiree Reed Francois and her buyout clause. I did, um, and and I I'm I guess what's going on here is there was a big deal made um, of her contract, her official contract at Arizona being less than what she was making at Mizzou, and that was one of the multiple reasons people could tell that this was a she was trying to get out of Dodge type of job. She was fed up with what was going on at Mizzou with some of the limitations placed on her, some of the oversight by the curators. So she bolted. Well, Arizona comes out and says, well, not so fast. There's going to be some donor money that gets her contract up beyond what was initially reported. And then there's this, this report, this clause that says that she's going to try to work to kind of negotiate down the buyout. So I guess what it means is she will be in discussions or, or her representatives will be in some way to try to perhaps decrease the the buyout owed by Arizona to the University of Missouri. I would assume that Missouri doesn't have a lot of interest in in, in lowering that, but sometimes there are circumstances that that allow for that. Um, usually, when you hear about these clauses, McGraw, it's from a football coach who gets or basketball coach who gets fired, and the clause is basically like he has to pursue work elsewhere um, to try to mitigate the, the, right. the size of the buyout. Now, what that usually means is the guy takes two years and goes and 
becomes an analyst somewhere and gets paid like $70,000 a year, which is, which is small money for those guys. And then they get paid the rest by their buyout. Um, That's, this is a little bit different. I I think it basically just suggests that there's going to be a conversation between Mizzou and Arizona as if the, if Mizzou would take a little less. Well, it also Um, sounded like, it also sounded like she was sort of on the hook to find her own donor to pay off her, her, her cancellation fee. Well, I think so. What's going on in Arizona for folks who don't know? They're like in like two hundred million dollar deficit um, as a university. Um, the athletic department wants to be good. It's got a proud, strong basketball team. Their football team is is not been as competitive, but they're entering the Big Twelve where where they want to compete. So I think what you're seeing at Arizona are sports loving donors are trying to say, look, the university's money problem doesn't always have to be a sports an athletic department problem, and that's the state of college athletics these days. So I think in some ways the donors who stepped up were able to come up with enough money to get her, um, and maybe they're hoping that uh, someone else steps up to help mitigate the the buyout. Uh, So the university, the athletic department, isn't on the hook as much as the donors are. You you know, I love Nebraska. Love them. Love them to death. Wouldn't give them a million dollars. <laughs> care how much money I had. Wouldn't give them a million dollars. Somebody just somebody just cut a check to Mizzou for sixty mil. I know. Uh, I, mean, I love them. Uh, it's if you got that much, then I guess you're free I mean, to do with it what you want. But, how much uh, money do you have to have to give Mizzou sixty-two yeah. million of it? Think a about that amount. for a second. Yeah. And, and the, the the person who did it, I believe, uh, has has a good amount. And it's not the good news for Mizzou fans in St. Louis is it's not Stan Kroenke, so they don't have to <laughs> to worry about wincing every time they uh, or every it's time not, they go to a Mizzou game. Or it's not Bill Laurie naming the stadium after his daughter who gets caught cheating on her finals or something. Remember allegedly, that whole story? Yeah, 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 allegedly, yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah. Oh, Arena. They had uh, fondly remembered for I think it was like two months time. Um, but what? that's a that's a that's a deep cut Mizzou throwback for, uh, for the folks who've been following Mizzou chaos for a long, long time. I had a friend, and this is this is not a humble brag; it's more of a statement about Mizzou. I had a friend text me and said, "Hey, I really liked your column on the AD fiasco at Mizzou." I said, "Well, when you've been covering Mizzou's chaos since you were in college, you get it's kind of right in my wheelhouse. It's uh, it's kind of I kind of wrote that one in my sleep. It's institutional memory right there. All right, that's Ben, right. Fred, who's your sponsor? Well, I want to tell you, McGraw, about Sunday Best Chicken because St. Louis City SC's season is starting up, and they've got a new thing, and they're really excited about it. Um, they've got a kiosk at City Park. So if you're down there at a game, if you're hungry, if you didn't get a chance to go to Sunday Best uh, Brick and Mortar at 41 on the Cleve before the game, um, which you should, check them out at the stadium. They're, at, they're right outside of Section 203 to the southeast corner of the stadium. They've got their um, signature chicken sandwiches, the regular and the spicy there sale at the stadium so you can grab a sandwich and enjoy the game. Ben Fred, we'll read you at stltoday.com. Stay tuned. Sounds good, man. Thanks. 745, Big 550, KTRS.